Seven a level is low. Quincy Mental Health Center, tune-up oil change. To avoid situations like this one, this is my music. Second album, third one on the way. Seconds of Happening, people. Yeah, this is fucking, um, I don't know, fucking sour feeling, fucking horrible, uh, past fucking couple fight nights and shit, man. Like, just, I don't know, sour fucking grapes, I guess, whatever the fuck. Just, uh, we get like four or five good fights, you know what I mean? Uh, fights always fucking 13 fights at the beginning of the week fucking 11 at the weigh-ins, then we, and I'm not even blaming the fighters, you know what I mean? There's fighters out there that would back up uh, fighters that can't fight or make weight, whatever. Uh, they need fucking to be paid, you know? Fucking cheap motherfuckers, man. They're making trillions of fucking dollars with this shit. You can't pay for an extra fighter to come in, 12000 a show, 12000 a fucking uh, win, whatever the fuck. Young guys out there, we got plenty of fighters in the UFC. What the fuck? Honestly. Like, come on, man, UFC. What the fuck? You're supposed to be the leader of all this shit, you know? I give you one I give you credit, uh, Dana White for one thing, and that's during the fucking uh the shutdowns and shit, you kept going. You know, kept your fucking employees fucking working, but they're getting a little fucking too fucking comfortable, man. We got to have fight nights in different states, different fucking cities. You know what I mean? Like, fucking the, fuck the Apex. Enough of the Apex. We've been there for fucking three fucking plus years now. Time to fucking move. And uh, have it there just in case, you know, do it there once a fucking month. You're doing it to save fucking money. We all fucking know it. You're only going to make more money. You go fuck other places. Are people that fucking lazy? What the fuck is it? Logistics? You got fucking... You're making fucking... Millions and millions of dollars. Just fucking for weigh-ins alone. And then, uh... Weigh-ins? Post-weigh-ins? Weigh-ins? Fucking, uh... 
post media day. Like it's all to make money. It's not for the, you know what I mean? It's for the viewer's experience or whatever the fuck. But, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of examples, you know what I mean? But Savage Ink Picks, let me just go over this, all right? This is uh, this week right here. Uh, this weekend, I'm sorry. This weekend. So let me see. So I, I was 5-5 five and five tonight. And six and eight in the main event in the main event in uh, Bellator. So eleven, eleven and seven. So I was eleven and seven this weekend. So I don't even bet. <laughs> I don't even bet. But uh, yeah, I take action, and uh, I have other people who take action on the joint. Thank God for fucking John uh, 285, UFC 285. Now, let's hope everything goes right. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine with John Jones. Uh, you know what? It's my favorite fucking mixed martial arts, John Jones. So, I'm just going to fucking, uh, just for this second. Because of the fucking shitty fucking cars we've had the past couple weeks. There's good boxing on at 9 o'clock, too. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Thank you. Yeah, there's uh, good boxing on at 9 o'clock, too, on uh, on Showtime, I'm pretty sure. Green Mountain Coffee from Brazil. Great shit. Good stuff inside, yeah. Good Green Mountain Coffee from Brazil. Brazil, Green Mountain Coffee. Give me a sponsorship. So the guy, uh, thank God for 285. That's all I can fucking say. I'm fucking pumped. And uh, I'm pumped to getting back to a fucking regular fucking week of training. Past fucking two, two plus weeks fucking sick with the flu off and on. And, you know, it, it's probably overtraining. It's, it's probably because I haven't stopped training in four, four plus years now. Well, four years. Yeah, four years. Without stopping. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. So here's my record in the past. Let me see. Since July 2021. So one year. Uh, so March, March, April, May, June, July. So, yeah, a year and a half. Year and a, a year and seven months, right? 767 wins, 588 losses. That's not including tonight because they haven't even fucking, uh, di you, know, di you know, did all the, because Tapology is huge. Shout out to Tapology. But I'm a brown belt already in that time. And I only pick UFC, Bellator, uh, boxing, obviously boxing, because uh, boxing is uh, where I have my most knowledge. But I have a lot of knowledge in UFC, too. And, and I have a lot of knowledge of Bellator and uh, one and uh, where else would I be pretty good at? Well, all boxing. Any boxing, fuck them. It doesn't matter. Promotion. I, 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 if I know the fighters, which I know many of them, uh, not as many as I used to know back in the days because I'm not really. I'm just following the elite boxers of today. 
I should start doing something on uh, amateur boxers because I know there's a lot of killers out there hungry, really hungry. And uh, I know if we put a Golden Glove champ from the Northeast somewhere up here, you know, from Philly all the way to Boston, if we put a uh, Golden Glove champ in there with fucking uh, Jake Paul, uh, they would give him a fucking boxing lesson. And I, I would... I would uh, I would try to get fucking millions and millions and millions of dollars to fucking back that bet up too, that you'd get yeah, you you get an education in boxing. But I don't hate on your hustle, kid. Honestly, I don't. I really don't. I'm just saying. I'm being. I'm brutally honest. I'm not gonna fuck. Cause I I I said I'd fight. I, I really will. You wanna argue with Tommy Fury and shit? I mean, uh, is it uh no not Tommy Fury? I'm thinking of who you're fighting. Uh, John Fury, I'm 52. I'll fight you, and I'm not even a. F I'm uh, John Fury got nothing on me, so you could uh, you you could check my file like Nick Siasu would say. You could check my file yourself. That's public record, motherfuckers. So go ahead. You you'll see. It's all violence. I'm not I'm not being I'm not talking like I'm proud of it or nothing. I'm just saying it is what it is. Way back in the days, man. This is in the eighties when I was a teenager. And I went to fucking state president uh juvie, you know, from third fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and uh that was the last time. And then uh I went to upstate nineteen till till I was twenty one and I was out for till in 92, I was 21, beginning of 92, February 28th of 1992, I got out. I was 21 years old. I, tur I turned uh, 52 January 7th, so I turned 21 January 7th, a month prior, or whatever the fuck it was, a month and a half later. So, uh, um, excuse me, because of my fucking head injury, I just get brain fucks. And it's probably the fucking grass anyways, the sticky bud. I'm going to roll one up in a second. Because I got a lot of shit to talk about here. Uh, so there's my record right there, people. Like, uh, after tomorrow, it'll be like, uh, so 11 and 7 I was this weekend. So it'll be, uh, I mean, today. So 67, uh, 77, I'll be 778. And 595. Yeah, so I'm really close. Like, I'm like like 15 fights away, 15 wins away from 200 wins over losses and 1,300-plus fights. So, uh, listen, if you guys are gamblers out there, you want to be making money in the long term all the time. Like uh, every month, every fucking six months, at quarterly, every three months, or every year. At the end of the year, you want to be up money. That that's that's a successful gambler, right? Because that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Like that's what I'm trying to explain here. Uh, when I I don't know if this shifts on the fucking screen because I'm lo not looking at another screen right now. Sometimes I do. Um, like I said, I'm investing in tech. You guys gotta understand. I'm I'm an old school guy, old school guy, but uh. I train like a savage. I've been training my whole fucking life. So fighting my whole fucking life, all that shit. So bear with me on the visuals, all that stuff. But uh like I got I like I got uh, uh 
constant elevation. Like I always say, check this out. Like it's so we'll go here now. This fight was pretty fucking good. Uh, Al's is a tough fucking guy, but uh, Aliv, you know, won the fight uh, in front of. I don't want to uh, pronounce the country, but there was a soccer field full of a million people or a couple. I forget. It was it was a million. I know that because uh, that's what they said. I wasn't fucking there, but there was a soccer field full of fucking people cheering for this guy. The first fucking mixed martial arts in the UFC right here. So the UFC is elite. And listen... I love the UFC. I love one championship because that's the elite MC, uh, MMA, well, mostly Muay Thai and MMA, and um, BJJ grappling, you know what I mean, and um, kickboxing. And, and then there's Glory and Pride, and those are my favorites. And Risen. Risen's pretty good, too. Risen and Bellator Kyle was insane together. That was insane. The best from each fucking, but there's better, uh, there's better. Like, it could have been a lot better. Like, they could have had a lot better uh, fighters, but they had a lot, they had a few good fighters. You know what I mean? I mean, they're all good fighters. Don't get me wrong. They're all great fighters. But if you're putting a card together, you want to put the best versus the best in each fucking promotion. It just doesn't line up because uh, people just fought and they have injuries and it's, there's a million things. I'm sure you guys can figure it out. I don't got to explain it to you, but uh, I'm sure you guys can figure it out. If you have a question, uh, I'll answer it for you. Uh, I can explain that to you, the business of fighting, because uh, it's not that complex. Like once you hear it, you'll be like, oh yeah, you know, if, you, if you're not honest, because there's no such thing as a stupid question, people, never. There's never no such thing. Gary, my buddy, Team Fury. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely, brother. I, I love Tyson Fury. I always said, I, you know, Deontay Wilder, I respect him a lot. I, I didn't respect the uh, excuses because I know how good Tyson Fury is. He, Tyson Fury would uh, match up with the legends, with the legends that I grew up uh, loving, you know what I mean, and idolizing, and then eventually fighting myself boxing, you know what I mean? Like, I I hear people saying they get nervous before fights. I'm like, I used to fucking, I, I guess you get a little nervous when you're young, you know, when you're a kid. Yeah, that's normal, you know what I mean? And you learn how to face, and then you just face your fears. You're like, they're fucking human like you, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, um, yeah, after a while, it's like, come on, man, I want to test myself, you know what I mean? I know I'm fast, you know, you just, once you get that confidence, you know what I mean? It's all about discipline. That's how you're going to get your confidence. But through discipline, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I used to train, like, in the back of um, the the junior high school I went to, where I grew up in the neighborhood. It's uh, about five, six blocks from here, eight blocks away. It's kind of, like, right behind the hood. It's on the same street where I grew up uh, on in the hood on the five corners. It is, it is a very uh, busy, busy corner. Like, you know, you know, you know, like an avenue. You know what I mean? But like five different avenues all intersecting in one. So, you know, we ran those corners as teenagers. You know what I mean? Selling joints and shit. You know, 
nickel and dime shit. You know what I mean? Two five, four for ten, six for fifteen, eight for twenty. Uh, dollars. Two joints for five, four joints for ten, six uh, joints for fifteen, eight joints for twenty. Sometimes you get nine, ten joints for twenty because you want to go re-up and get another ounce, you know what I mean? And go roll it somewhere, you know, and uh, go back out. And uh, yeah, there'd be fucking 100, 200 of us. It's funny. The, the, the money, I wish I knew what I knew now as a teenager, you know what I mean? Like, I was always fucking spending that money on my friends and myself, man. You know what I mean? All of us. But I always had more money than my own fucking, my, my own mother and my own stepfather. So, uh, you know, like at 13 years old. And that's why I always worked in fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, after school, three nights a week. And then I'd walk home and sell fucking joints on the walk home because cars would pull up to me. They know who you are, you know what I mean? Everyone, they'd come from everywhere, all over the place to come right to that neighborhood to fucking buy fucking joints. Everyone knew it, I guess. I, I don't know how it, we didn't even have the internet in the 80, early 80s, mid 80s and fucking, you know? We didn't have the fucking internet in the 90s. I didn't, I didn't start using the internet till uh, three years ago, four years ago. Four years ago, I started watching YouTube. And uh, actually, no, I I'd be lying. Uh, I have fucking videos on YouTube. So I was checking out YouTube 2006, 2008, and then again 2010. I was on MySpace with my first album. We had like 50,000 followers for my album. Uh, I don't even know how to get back on my MySpace. It's bullshit. I tried. They, it's like my full, whole file's deleted. But we had good fucking, um, Gary, we had great fucking, um, we had great people from England saying, you guys are sick bastards and shit. And they were from England. This, there was a lady there. Uh, you know, it was a lady's name. Who knows who's behind the fucking mask, right? But uh, she, uh, she said, uh, you guys are all sick fucking bastards. But it was under my name, Bobby Nizzo, right? A feature in Boston Mike Assassins. So I had like fucking four or five other, you know, MCs on my album, on every song. So, you know, that's the vibe I wanted to do, you know what I mean? I'm not a selfish prick. I like, I like, I'm teamwork makes the dream work type guy, you know what I mean? You need some loyal soldiers, you know what I mean? And they were all better rappers than me, you know what I mean? I could rap better fucking like uh, old school rap albums. I could do every fucking song just like fucking Chuck D, just like Dr. Dre, just like fucking uh, Wu-Tang Clan. Like, uh, I could sing fucking metal songs just like fucking Hetfield, Dave Mustaine, fucking uh, Tom Araya, any of them. You know what I mean? I could air guitar their fucking songs. I could uh, fucking hand uh, do the beats. Like, pretend like I'm scratching the beats and, and hitting the fucking keyboards. I'm a music fanatic. That's why MMMMA, it's not an MMA channel. This is an MMA, elite MMA, uh, elite boxing, MMA, um, elite epic music, and uh, motivational clips. If you go on my channel, MMMMM, 4Ms, and an A, 617, uh, figure it out, right? MMA, boxing, right? I didn't want to put too many letters and make it an acronym, you know what I mean? Uh, I didn't want to make a huge acronym. I'd put a B in there, I'd put a... Uh, cannabis strains instead of uh, marijuana strains. You know what I mean? Like, I'd put a bunch of letters, and then people wouldn't know what the fuck it meant. So I'm just trying to 
come up with something. I want to do everything original. I don't want to be like anybody else. I can't stand people. I can't stand white kids that act black. Like, I hate that fucking shit. And not because I'm racist. I'm not even, I'm the father saint from racist. You know, some of my most, I got Muhammad Ali on my fucking wall. I got fucking Marvin Hagler there, who's my fucking hero since I was a kid. He's the first guy next to Kaya Strumsky from the Red Sox, the Az. And fucking, um, uh, who else did I love back then? Fucking uh, Cam Neely when I was young. But when I was really young, I'm trying to think, because I was playing baseball all the time every day and fucking street hockey and fucking football. Uh, but, yeah, I, like, skin color doesn't matter to me. It's, what the fuck, uh, if you're a shitbag or you're a good man, you know what I mean? Or a good woman, whatever the fuck case may be. There's shitbags in every color. There's great people in every color. So, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care what color. I, I can't stand fucking racist people. I can't stand them. But it's like almost like how much I can't fucking stand what's going on. Uh, no, I, I hate the racist people worse than what's going on with these fight nights. These fight nights need to be in other fucking states, like I said earlier. And they need to be every fucking uh, three weeks out of the fucking month. And what, maybe one night at the apex. So it's easier for... Dana White to fucking get there, whatever the fuck. I don't even see Dana White at fucking the Apex no more. I don't see him on fight nights. You never see him. So, uh, you know, good for him. You know, but uh, here's the deal. There's plenty of fighters out there that need the fucking money. It, it would definitely be there sitting, waiting for someone to fucking uh, to back up. You know what I mean? So, I'm just checking on my shorts, people. Like, I'm... Uh, I just learned about shorts and stuff. I TikTok and YouTube sends me emails and I got uh, sponsorships. You know, I'm, I'm getting off at sponsor Because you know why? Real recognize real. That's the bottom fucking line. It, it's the bottom line. Real recognize real. I don't know. Um, let me see. So this fight was pretty good. I leave. Uh... Al's fucking fought a tough fight, though. That was a pretty fucking good fight. All right. So did exactly what I thought he was going to do. He did exactly what I thought he was going to do. This kid's a tough kid, though. He's a tough kid. Good fight. Old Osborne, a uh, very close fight. CJ Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson looked like he was um, lethargic a little bit, but he looked, you know, he was flowing and stuff. Like he, you know, he's a fucking great fucking fighter, Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson, if, if you ever hear this, man, brother, listen to me. Train harder, brother. Focus, all right, brother? Like, give it your all. Go put on a little bit more, do some more friggin' strength exercise. Get some fucking snap behind those fucking punches, man. And them kicks and, and that great fucking wrestling you got, man. Yo, you could be a fucking problem. Uh, o, O'Day, uh, Osborne, uh, the Jamaican sensation. Uh, you're, you're a fucking talented fighter, kid. Keep it up. Uh, believe in yourself. I, I heard you got a new team. Uh, do your thing, brother. Do you. You know what I mean, brother? I love Jamaican fucking people. I love I love the fucking hot you guys got. And uh 
you know, stick with it, brother, all right? Keep tr keep training hard, brother, and focus, all right? You're not here for a long time. Uh, you're here for a good time, but not a long time. Make a lot of money and get the fuck out of the fight business. And, uh, you know, stick with the fight business somewhere else, you know, uh, on the, you know, you don't have to fight no more. Just go in there and make fucking, uh, be a legacy fighter. Jordan Levitt, uh, good job. Victor Martinez, you got to go back to the drawing board, kid. You know, I took you, actually. So uh, you were one of my losses. But Levitt, good job. You, uh, like, you know, I don't like your consistency, but you have fought some fucking pretty good guys. You're, ta uh, you're talented. You're strong. And uh, if you could put that all together and balance it out, you could be a problem for a lot of fighters. You could be a thorn in their side, you know. Fernandez, you need the Gabriela Fernandez. You need to learn how to get up off the freaking ground because you keep that fight on the feet, you're going to win that fight nine out of ten times. So Gabriela Fernandez, uh, listen, Jasmine, uh, good fight, great fight. Uh, you know, you looked like you were confident in the uh, stare downs. And I was leaning towards you when I when I seen the stand-downs. I was leaning towards you, picking you. And I should have picked you. I shouldn't have doubted you. I should have went with my gut instinct, you know. But I thought she would have, uh, I thought she was, like, even better than Silva with her hands, with the tape I seen. So I thought she was, thought she had better takedown defense. And she, she didn't, she almost caught you in a, uh, in a submission once or twice. She was trying for a couple submissions. She almost got you. But good fight, uh, Jasmine. Uh, build from that and keep going up. You know, now you're uh, one, seven, you're eight and two now, and you're only eight and you're eight and two too, uh, Fernandez. So plenty of uh, growing room, plenty. Uh, Trevor Peak, uh, great job, great fucking job, actually. I think I made a short on you. Tonight or was it? Um, uh, I might. I think it might have been you, Trevor Peak. Did you give the hammer fist? I forget. I'm gonna look right now, brother. Bang! Yeah, I made a uh, short on you tonight, Trevor Peak. I made a short on you, brother. You did a fucking hammer, fucking standing hammer fist to the face. Discombobulated him. Bang, bang. The, the, the like, fucking, the hammer, straight hammer, bang. That's like a 12 to 6 fucking elbow. That fucking hammer fist. I'm going to use that someday if I ever have to. You know, again, you know, if I ever have to fight again versus any of these young, young bucks that think they're tough. Uh, I might have to hammer fist them after I discombobulate them with my freaking, my savage hands. Yeah, I, you know, my own fucking style. You know what I mean? But uh, I'll always use eight limbs. You know what I mean? Oh, I always used to. Knees, I used to use my feet a lot. After my hands, I use my feet. But uh, but I, I use uh, knees in the clinch and shit. You know, in grapp grappling, you know, grappling, bang, and the knees. I, I try to go for the head and right to the knees. Bang, like that. You know, wham, wham. You know. But uh, that was in the 80s. Like, you know, young, kind of stupid. You know what I mean? Really st stupid when it came to fucking fighting. Because, uh, 
you don't realize how bad you hurt people. You know what I mean? And you, you're trying to get that reputation as a young, younger kid in a, in a tough neighborhood. You know, a lot of tough guys around. You know what I mean? So you try to, you have, you have to be as vicious as you can be. That's what people don't understand about John Bones Jones. He's a vicious motherfucker when he's in that fucking ring. Uh, that octagon, I mean, I'm sorry. Same fucking thing. Uh, maybe not the dimensions and shit, but uh, you know what I mean. You're getting in the fucking control violence area and, you, and you're going at it. John Jones is a savage. I believe John Jones will make it look easy for us, Khan. I think he's going to teach. Actually, I know this, this is how John Jones is going to win. He's going to TKO. It's going to be a TKO or a KO. But I think it's going to be more, more or less a TKO. There's better higher percentage of a TKO. Um, he can hit him with a fucking um, a question mark kick and knock him out. You know, a KO. But I think it's going to be a TKO or a, uh, like ground and pound. You know what I mean? Or I think it's going to be a submission uh, within three rounds. You know, that's that's my honest opinion. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, let's see here. Yeah, Trevor Peak. So I made a, a thing of you, uh, a short of you, 425 with those hammer fists and shit. I'm pretty sure that's you, brother, versus Gonzalez. Sorry, Eric Gonzalez, brother, but uh, you got smashed, bro. Standing up. That wasn't, like, knocked out or nothing. I mean, yeah, you were rocked. But uh, these three lo these two losses right here concern me. That's why I went against you, kid. And you're a worldwide ranked. And I usually don't go against worldwide ranked uh, guys, but you're so high up that I had to go with the number one from Alabama. I, couldn't, I can't believe I went with the Alabama man. But, uh... That's a good fucking song. It's a classic song, so fuck it. Why not? I said, hey, those down south guys can fight. I know they can. I know there's some tough down south guys. Certain areas, you know, just breed fucking certain different type of people. You know? It's just the truth. It always has been the truth. Mike Mallet. Um, oh, was it you, Mallet, that I made the thing on? Lionese. Um, hold on a second. I gotta see this. I think I might have fucked up. <laughs> I didn't even fucking smoke a joint yet either. Well, I smoked a bunch today already because of the fights tonight. I usually smoke more when I'm watching fights. I get so amped up. Uh, let me see. Uh, what's her name? Suarez looked great. Um, you know what, Peak? It wasn't you, brother. I don't know if it was. Um, yeah, it was you, uh, Peak. <laughs> yeah, it was you, brother. That's right. A punch. It says KO, a punch. Ah, it says a punch. Usually it doesn't say it says left hook or or fucking uh a left hook right hook to overhand right to fucking ground and pound or something. Uh it says a hammerhead hammer hammerhead the hammer straight fucking fist bang. That was insane. That was fucking insane. 
I was fucking off the charts. But uh, yeah, that was you, Peak. So I did make a short of you tonight, brother. But Mallet, uh, I had you uh, submission on triangle, triangle around one four fifteen. I had you in a submission win in round two. So I had a uh, you know semi perfect pick uh, there. I had uh, three perfect picks in Bellator, and uh, I think three three out of the five tonight were perfect, or two. I forget. I forget what one. I, I know I had perfect picks tonight. I'll check that out in a couple seconds, actually, again. Lionese, go back to the drawing board, brother. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. You still got a good record for a mixed martial artists. You do. Uh, Suarez uh, came back after three plus years, almost four years, and uh, came back and handled business uh, with a round two guillotine choke, 251 of round two. Looked very, so people are worried about John Jones coming in, uh, you know, John Jones coming in. Uh, I wouldn't worry about that. I would never worry about that. I don't, uh, I, I never worry about that because I know he's sparring with killers every fucking day. For fucking uh, for, for at least uh, close to two years now, he's been off and on. You know, he's been training for three years, but he's been uh, sparring for the past two years. You know what I mean? He's putting on bulk for one year, and then he started sparring and fighting again. And uh, we'll see what happens with John Jones. You know what I mean? I think I know what's gonna happen. I think you're gonna see a better version of John Jones. I think you're gonna um, like light heavyweight. You gotta remember, John Jones fought every savage. Now listen, I'm going through this card tonight, this fight card, this fight night card, and I I can throw John Jones in there all the fuck I want. You know, listen, that's fine. But I'm giving you fucking facts. John Bones Jones uh, is gonna be better. How can he be worse? Just remember that, people. Ask yourself that question. How can he be worse? There's a million reasons, right? He could be worse, but not with a guy that trains that hard. I seen training footage on him with Henry Sudo at the end of his, this camp for this fight. It went gone, and he has all he has Jackson Wink in there. He has he has all his old guys with some new guys, Henry Sudo and some. And Eric, uh, whatever his name is, uh, whatever, Innocent or whatever, Eric, the guy Eric that's been with him since day one. And uh, he has great, he has some savages in there, like fucking some Dakistanis, some fucking savages, all savages. And um, he looks so fucking happy to be fighting again, man. Uh, see, that's the type of guy I am. I love a fight. Like, uh, if I'm getting paid... Like what he uh, if I if I got paid fucking I would I'd go fight for free honestly if it was for the right reasons or uh, if there's a if it was someone that I would like to fucking put my hands on just in the ring and I'm not gonna get in trouble and they're gonna be that stupid where they're gonna get in the ring with me and they're gonna get dropped or an octagon it doesn't matter I'll fight I'll fight mixed martial arts too it doesn't matter all my street fights were mixed martial arts so that's more dangerous than being in a fucking octagon. In on the on the fucking cement, in fucking uh, in in bars and clubs, uh, guns, knives. Come on, stop! It's not even fucking close. Ten times fucking more dangerous. And I was undefeated there, 
So what the fuck? You think I'm scared to fight in a fucking octagon? No fucking way. But boxing, they don't have a fucking chance. I, I was looking at, I was talking to a guy tonight, you know, uh, in, in the group I, uh, you know, watch fights with. And uh, I was saying how fucking slow these fucking heavyweights are and how disgraceful uh, some of them look. I'm like, man, have you looked at yourself in the fucking mirror lately? You know? You, you, you want to be a great mixed martial artist? You're, you're in the most prestigious fucking mixed martial arts fucking promotion. And, and you look like a big fuck. You say fucking a thousand hot dogs. It's not, it's not trying to be, you're not trying to be an offensive lineman or a fucking defensive lineman or a nose tackle or a defensive end. You know what I mean? Uh, a really big, big, big guy uh, to, to stop someone from fucking, you know, Sacking your quarterback or fucking hurting your quarterback or fucking uh, rushing the fucking uh, rushing the quarterback or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah, you're not doing that. You, you're not you're not supposed to be big in a fight. You, you're not doing sumo wrestling. This is fucking um, mixed martial arts. So you got to have fucking, you got to take care of yourself, man. I look at these heavyweights. I'm like, damn. I said, John Jones and fucking Gunn ain't gonna look like these fucking heavyweights tonight. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, I've been disappointed with these uh, fight these fight night cards um, for the past couple weeks and, and and longer than that. Probably all the way through last year. Uh, I, I, I'm get, I was getting pissed off with these fucking fight cards. Uh, fight night cards, and I love a I love a fight night card. It's not the I'm not I'm not bitching about it. I'm not being a little fucking bitch. I'm just stating the obvious. It needs to be. They need to have backup fighters because we lose one at least. The average is probably one and a half two fights. We lost three fucking this week. We had thirteen to start the week. We lost two at the weigh-ins, and then um. One for no, I didn't even hear the explanation for the first fucker. It was the first fight on the card. This fight right here. This this fight right here. Let me see. Right here. I didn't even hear any explanation for that one at all. That one, she was sick, I guess, right? And then we lost, uh, we lost the main event. main event we lost that main event right there Krylov and Span two really great fighters you know so I don't know man uh, so let me see here yeah so you guys heard my uh, take on this Gabriela Fernandez you need to uh, learn how to get up off your uh, off, off the fucking uh, canvas you gotta learn some wrestling because you're real. If you if you kept that on the feet, would have won that fight easily, easily. And you're a problem if you learn fucking takedown and leverage and how to grapple and how to get back up off fucking uh off the fucking canvas. I know it's not easy, but you're a trained fighter. And listen to me, it is easy when someone's trying to beat your ass. You can't let them beat your ass. You gotta get the fuck up and beat their fucking ass. Uh, that's what your corner should be fucking telling you. Eh, there's a lot of question uh, corners I question, and I definitely question her corner. And I'll give a fuck. I'll fight fucking every one of your corner fucking people if they want to get cute with me or something like that. I'm just speaking the obvious. I'm not a YouTuber. 
I'm not a I'm not an influencer or Jake Paul, any of that shit. I, I already offered Jake Paul and Logan Paul out of, uh, at least fucking a couple hundred times. You know what I mean? In the past fucking couple years, since 2020, um, you know. I'd fight him and Logan Paul on the same fucking night on the same card. No problem. And uh, I would talk, I would definitely do better than Tommy Fury. But I hope Tommy Fury wins tomorrow. I really do. But I'd like to see Jake Paul fight a fucking uh, Golden Glove champ. A uh, 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 Golden Glove champ from the Northeast up here, from uh, Boston all the way down to Philly, somewhere uh, upstate New York, you know, any, any place in the Northeast. I want to see them fight a hungry. I want to see him fight a hungry Golden Glove champ. That's going into his first, or he's into his second or third pro fight. Uh, that's that's who I want to see him fight, and I guarantee that Golden Glove champ gives him a boxing lesson, a boxing lesson. He's picking a guy just because of the Fury name doesn't mean shit. He's a reality star, so he's not hungry no more for boxing. He's just in there for a paycheck, so you know he's gonna make a lot of money. A lot of money, uh, Tommy Fury. So good for him. And you know what, Jake Paul, I definitely don't hate on your hustle. I, I admire it. I think you're smart, calculated, and uh, that's what you gotta play chess, not checkers. And uh, I'm, I'm not shitting on your hustle, but I would fight you easily. I'm 52 years old. You wanna fight? John Fury, what's he, 53, 54, 55 or something? Well, you always want to fight old guys, but I, I don't, I'm, I feel like I'm 32. So, that's, this is the 100th plus time easy, maybe 200th plus time I've offered you out. So, I know I don't got a million followers, any of that bullshit, but I'm an old, I'm a quadruple OG. Like, uh, I got an undefeated fucking street fucking record since. What, 14, 15, 16, 17, inside those years, sometime in those years, uh, on, I've never lost a fight. And I always fought grown men and, and kids uh, bigger than me, you know, that wanted to fight me or whatever, whenever they wanted to fight me, I'd fight them and I'd make them look silly. It, it, would be, it, would, it was an embarrassment. And I'm not blowing smoke up my ass. I'm just being totally honest. I would love to fight J Jake Paul. Get, I, I'd fight him in fucking one week. You, give me one week's notice, you know. Let me let me get everything straight here, with my wife and my kids, and fuck, I'd fight him. Give me a week, or give me fucking three months. It doesn't matter, cause I'm always ready to fight. I train all the fucking time. I'll, I never let myself get out of shape. So that uh, I only did that once. Once in my life, yeah, once in my life I let myself get out of shape. And that'll never happen again. That was fucking for one year, two years, something like that. Uh, tops. And uh, that'll never happen again. Going up to 325 plus pounds. That'll never happen again. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, these cards. It's like, you know, there's other fighters out there that would back up the fight night uh, fighters that... Um, it, you know, when they pull out or don't miss, or they miss weight or they pull out because of sickness or injury or freak accidents, freak shit, you know? Um, I know Krylov is a savage. I know he ain't a coward. I know he ain't scared. I know he ain't scared because that's why I took him tonight. He's out there fighting the war on the front lines with, with his Ukrainian brothers, right? Against 
their own people, the Russians, because they're, they're all family and friends. And uh, it sucks, you know. But uh, they said to him, we would rather see you fight. It would give us more, uh, you know, fucking uh, inspiration to fight even harder against the oppressors. And uh, I guarantee that there's Russian, Russian, Russian soldiers that don't even want to fight in that war against their fucking comrades. You know what I mean? And I, yeah, it's sad, but uh, it is what it is. I wish I could uh, talk to both those uh, leaders and the leaders around there, and uh, you know, uh, talk some sense into them. Do some mushrooms with them or something. You know what I mean? Do some shrooms, smoke a fatty with them. Smoke a fatty with them all. Give them all a big fatty to smoke and say, here's seven grams of mushrooms. By the end of fucking a 10-hour thing or a 12-hour fucking, you know, have some fucking drink fucking Avion waters and shit. And I'd play some music for them. I'd play Pink, Fall Pink Floyd The Wall or I'd put on fucking... Pink Floyd the wall on a fuck the movie or I'd put on fucking uh, the song remains the same Led Zeppelin fucking uh, we used to watch that shit when we were tripping as teenagers right I want them to trip and see how humble it makes you and you realize we're all connected in some way I'll always respect fighters but I'll always speak my mind like, I'm going to do right now. Like, I know, because I know this fight's coming up. Congratulations, Peak. I think Peak won this. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Peak, Peak destroyed. Uh, yeah, I got it right here. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, roachweed, people. Always, look at that. That jar full of roach, roachweed. You know, you know, you take all the weed out of the roach. That's called second generation. Always save your roaches. It'll save you money. It'll save you money if you save your roaches. This is my buddy Gary from England down there, if, you, if anyone's wondering, all right? That's my boy down there from, from England. Good man. He's uh, a supporter of this channel. Uh, did I do Suarez already? All right, if I didn't do Suarez... Oh, let me go back. Let me go back, though, because I didn't... Uh, see, I lose train of thought because I want to smoke a fucking joint, and I'm... Um, I, I'm not using excuses, but I do have that that head injury from 2003. So I just I just get off topic. But listen, I'm always on topic because I'm always talking about the fights. I'll go to John Jones back and forth because I've been waiting for three plus years to fucking see him. He hasn't fought since fucking beginning of the beginning be, beginning of 2020, and that was that was a diluted version of John Jones. We all know it. He's fucking focused. He just got a kid. You see how good he looks, man. Like, I never seen him this fucking uh, motivated. He's a motivated individual. I'm a savage. I know how I train. He trains harder than me. Like, uh, so I know. I see. I can see. And um, obviously, he trains a lot longer. He trains three times a day. He says he's been training three times a day for three years. I believe him. I believe him. Okay, let me see this. I, I got to bring this uh, back. Oh, yeah. So I already did go through this. So, yeah, mallet, right? Mallet uh, with the uh, arm triangle, round one, uh, 415. I already went through that. Okay. 
Let's see. And the next one is Suarez. Suarez, great job after three years. This is the one I think I left off on. So uh, round two, guillotine choke, 251 around two. Uh, like everyone talks about, she, she hasn't fought in three, four years, but of course she's been sparring. Of course she's been training. Look at her. You know what I mean? She's a savage. And she's a problem. She's like the next Amanda Nunez or, or even better. She's probably even better than Amanda Nunez. Probably going to be better or, or whatever. She's still evolving. And she said, you know, she's she has a great attitude. And uh, I took a decision win on her. I I should I should have known she's going to go in there and make a statement. And that's where you got to make it. And she did a great job. So now she's 11 to know. Uh, De La Rosa, uh, you know, just... You know, just learn from this loss. That's all. That's all you can do. Twelve and eight. You're twelve and nine and one. Twelve, eight, twelve, nine and one. Now, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta really uh, work on your weaknesses, uh, there, uh, young lady. All right, please, for your own good. Uh, Maze, uh, Saki. Uh, Maze looked pretty good. Saki. Uh, Not really. Yeah, unanimous decision, 20, uh, 30, 27, 30, 27, 30, 27. Saka, Saki, Sakai. Uh, that's my buddy. I, I, I like Saki, Sakai, but uh, I didn't have faith in him. I took Maze, and uh, that was a bad, bad choice. Um, obviously, he didn't bring his A game. 9 and 5, now he's 9 and 6. You got you got to uh, bounce back from this maze. Don't worry about the lift the weights too much. Lift light light, light weights and um, a lot of reps and shred up, and do a lot of body weight exercise, a lot of jumping rope, a lot of roll work, a lot of cardio. You guys need fucking cardio, man. John Jones is heavyweight. He won't be getting tired. You won't see fat rolling off his fucking body. It ain't gonna fucking happen. And gone, you ain't gonna see fat coming off that guy either. He ain't going to get, well, oh yeah, John Jones is going to get him tired. I guarantee that in three rounds. Three rounds, TKO or a submission, uh, John Jones wins by. Easy, easy. I think he makes it look easy. I think this is the best version of John Jones we're ever going to see. This, this is going to be something you're going to remember and you're going to tell your grandchildren. And You know, I talk to my kid, my, my kid about, my kids, but, uh, they don't like one of them. They don't really like fighting. But my son doesn't mind it once in a while when it's the big names. You know, he likes certain uh, fighters. You know, he likes Masvidal and fucking Jones. He likes all the elite guys. Izzy. He likes all those guys. Um, you know, he just likes the elite fighters. He's a basketball kid. You know, 18 years old in uh, April, and my daughter's uh, 28 in fucking October. My daughter's doing really good with her life. You know, did really good in college. I'm very blessed. Uh, my son, really good. Culture Kindness Award in eighth grade before he went to high school. Uh, captain of the fucking senior basketball team this year. Uh, been playing basketball since first grade. Traveled since fourth grade. AU uh, in the city, city uh, leagues here. Uh, kicked ass, you know what I mean? Really did good. So has a bunch of colleges to choose from and you know, that's all a process. Yeah, very blessed. Very blessed. Great, great, great uh, mother of my children, uh, my wife. 
So Mace, uh, back to the drawing board, my man. Uh, you're gonna be nine. You're nine and six now, bro. Uh, Sakai, 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 Sakai. Uh, sixty. You're gonna be seventeen and five and one now, brother. So not bad. Seventeen five and one. That's what you gotta do, Maze. Climb up there a little bit, brother. You know what I mean? Get that ten fight over the losses. You know what I mean? Not close to fucking fifty fifty or five hundred. You know what I mean? Uh, good luck to both of you. You know what I mean? Because there's some killers in the heavyweight division that make you guys look silly. And everyone got that heavyweight fucking chance, that fucking power, you know what I mean? Uh, back on. Uh, from. All right, cool. Back. Uh, sorry about that. I had to, uh, after an hour, I got to uh, stop it, save it, my audio uh, interface uh, for... Um, for my audio version on, on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, um, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Podcast app, all the podcast apps, the audio versions. That's where I get a lot of my listens from, too. So I'm not, not just on YouTube, people. This is uh, on every podcast app, audio versions. And I, I put out a lot of content every, every week, and I try to get better and better every single time I do it, people. Like, I'm not doing this to uh, blow smoke up my up my ass. I'm not trying to be famous ever. I've never tried to be famous in my life. Um, I wanted to be a rock star, I think, when I was a kid. And, and obviously, I wanted to be a fucking, like, a, a superstar in, in baseball or, or football or hockey or or boxing or basketball. Like, a lot of things. You know what I mean? Ping pong, I'm like, or chess. When I was a young kid, I'm like, I wonder if I can make a living doing ping, playing ping pong. Or handball. You know what I mean? Because I was really good at handball. Boxing, you know what I mean? I, I was fighting for a little while, training, you know, really good trainers, and uh, did very well. My only problem was going out drinking every weekend with my fucking crazy friends, you know what I mean? Uh, not their fault, I'm just saying. I was always out with my friends on the weekends, so, you know, I wasn't, I had to work, I had to take care of my wife and my kids, and, you know, it's just something, uh, you know, I, I wish I would have really took really seriously. I just enjoyed the training. I enjoyed the sparring with the best guys in the fucking gyms. You know what I mean? That's all I enjoyed. Uh, I wasn't going to get in trouble doing that. That's why I started boxing was because my mentor said, listen, you, every time there's a fight, you go to jail. So listen, go, go start, you know, let me teach you the basics. You're a tough kid. Let me teach you the basics. And then I'm going to uh, hook you up with someone else that you might know, and it was my, my a dear friend of mine's father who uh, trained his fucking sons, his sons, but one of his sons was a dear friend of mine, God bless his soul, he died a week prior to our pre-trial in 2003, in October, 2003, God bless his soul, uh, from an overdose, he's a pro boxer, Golden Glove champ, uh, Junior Olympic champ, Silver Mittens champ, all that shit. He was, uh, he was boxing since he was fucking like three, four years old. Uh, his father trained me. And, you know, if I would have stuck with it and uh, they always said I could be the champ, no problem. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that's what you're supposed to say to all your fighters and shit like that. But, no, they really meant it. And I, and I know it because I've been in so many street fights. When I hit touch someone with, with either hand, especially after I started training in boxing, I mean, it was easy. It was easy. Uh, before tra learning, uh, learning boxing, before um, you know training for it, I mean, I could hit the bag and stuff and all that shit really well. 
But once I learned how to fucking really learn the technique of boxing, um, uh, yeah, I was pretty fucking good, man. Uh, I'm not blowing smoke up my ass. Uh, it's not being conceited. It's being convinced. Uh, if you know what you've done in your life, uh, you can fucking talk about it. You know what I mean? And I always will. I'm not going to fucking uh, shy away from anything. Uh, I'm just trying to give you guys facts. It is facts. It's public fucking record. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, probably about two, three hundred, four hundred fights, street fights. I would say probably a hundred and fifty, two hundred and fifty in between there, somewhere in between there. I can't even keep track. That's how many. So maybe it's a hundred plus. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm just overthinking it. You know what I mean? But in the '80s, like fights used to happen almost every day. Even in the '70s, when I was in first grade, I was getting in fights. You know what I mean? So almost every single day with one kid, Biggie, John Little out there. Yeah, they used to fight with him every day. He'll hear this someday. He'll say, "Oh shit, Robbie, you mentioned me." Yeah, yeah, we we fought every day in fucking first grade or second grade or third grade uh, on the carpet in, in elementary school. We'd be going at it, you know. But uh, that's the way it was where I grew up, you know what I mean, in the city, you know, in the 70s. This is in the mid-70s, people. I was born in 71, so when I was in first grade, I think I was like, like four, five, six, seven years old, I don't know, somewhere around there. I forget. But I always had older cousins. I had older cousins in third and second grade who were tough, and uh and I, I had my uh, my first friend was in third grade. He was my best friend, uh, you know, uh, since I was a kid. And he's my best man at my wedding. Uh, I only want, want the best for him. I haven't seen him in like a year or something, you know. Uh, but uh, when, you, when you're getting off, when you get five years off of opiates, uh, prescribed Oxycontins and Oxycodones and Xanibars, so many of them I was prescribed for... Uh, from 2003, 03, 04, all the way to uh, March 8th of the, uh, uh, 2018. So, uh, yeah, I got five years coming up. So when when you're sober from the pills and the people, you know, that do pills and you, you hang out with and shit like that, um, you know, you got to kind of stay away from them because they're not calling you this congratulate you and say, hey, good for you. You know, we lost so many friends and them fucking things and because they're doing it themselves. I don't know if he's doing it. I have no idea. I, I know uh, he he was doing the right thing. I know that. I hope he doesn't, nothing ever happens to him. I love the kid. I hope nothing but the best for him. You know what I mean? But, you know, certain things I can't let go in fucking life. Certain things. And I wish I could. I really wish I could. I wish I could be more humble. You know what I mean? Like, I have a really bad ego, so I got to go smoke the toad uh, like Mike Tyson did and Rashad Evans did. You know what I mean? Look at how nice they are now. And I'm a nice person. I am a nice person. But when people, you know, talk shit or whatever, like, I'm, I'm right on the defensive. Like, I'll never let someone get, you know, and that's my problem. But with my wife, I can't win. You know what I mean? So with woman, you better off just walking away 15, 20 minutes and say, all right, you win. You know what I mean? Like, let's not fight. There's no sense in fighting over stupid shit. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I, me and my wife, 31 years, we, we do have communication. 
But no matter what, I'm never winning those arguments or those disputes. No matter, even if, even if I'm right, it doesn't matter. I'm not winning. So guys out there, don't try to win with your woman or your wife's or anything like that. Any woman, if you have a good woman, just let them win. Happy wife, happy life. And it's not always going to be happy even then, right? But you'll have your ups and downs. If it's if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I, I really believe my wife is my soulmate. She is. And no matter whatever happens, I would always love her no matter what. You know what I mean? No matter what. She's the mother of my children, and I love my children to death. So uh, where are we? What fight? What the fuck did I do, Robbie? See, this is the shit I got. Uh, I need a fucking, what's it called for, a uh, 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 producer. Because I can just go through everything. Yeah, great job, uh, Suarez. Uh, just, you know, you know what you're going to do. Obviously, you know what the fuck you're doing. And you're 32 years old. You're right in your fucking prime. This is the time you make your run. Make as much money as you can till you're 35, 36, 37 and then fucking retire a fucking multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Put that work, money to work for you. And uh, business is us. You know, believe me, business is us. Real estate, fucking, you want to put that money out there and uh, for gambling because it's a misdemeanor. And it's legal gambling anyways now. But bookie, you want to put money out there. You know, there's a million ways you could invest your money out there. Become a bookie. Uh, become a... a a, a, a realtor at the beginning and then go get a brokerage after four years of being a realtor. It's, it buy a bunch of fucking uh, uh, duplexes, triple-deckers, four-deckers, six families, eight families, apartment building complexes, and then you get all those rents every month. It's sustainable wealth for the rest of your life, for your generation, their generation, their generation, their generation after that. So that's the way... I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like the past five years since I came off all the pain meds, all that shit, I was always stacking money, but I gave everything to my wife and kids. It all went to my wife. Two-thirds of my money went to my wife all the time um, because she does the right thing with it. You know what I mean? She pays the bills, uh, um, you know, does the shopping, uh, makes all the meals, you know what I mean, for the kids, everything, you know what I mean? But the kids ain't kids no more. So, you know, um, hopefully we just, uh, we have a great fucking time. We have a great time the rest of our fucking, the next 50, 60, 70 years. I plan on living a long time. So, uh, De La Rosa, uh, De La Rosa, go back to the drawing board, start working on some of your game. Because there's some uh, ladies like this out there that are really just elite on a different level. There's levels to this shit and she's on a different level. Uh... I'm sorry, uh, Ryan Span to you, brother. You um, oh shit, you did not get the fight. That sucks. I do feel for you, brother. I do. Uh, I'm sure you got show money. I'm sure they took care of you. Uh, Krylov, I know you've been fighting on the front lines in Ukraine, and your your, your squad said or something. Uh, you'd inspire them more just going out there and fighting and, and not being on the front lines. So. Uh, Salute to your troops for saying that, and uh, and you didn't let them down, brother. You know, it's fine. You can't fight. You can't fight. Your stomach hurts. Everyone knows you're not a coward. We all know that. So, uh, you know, get well. Get well soon, brother. And peace to Ukraine. Peace to Russia. Peace to both fucking nations, man. 
uh, both countries, I mean. Can't call fucking Russia a nation because uh, it's a dictatorship. But I got friends in Russia. And I like the people. I like the people in Ukraine. I like the people in China. I like the people in Iran. I like the people in North Korea. I just don't like their fucking, their fucking, uh, what's it called, leaders. They're fucking dictators. They're fucking, one guy can't run a fucking country. Sorry. It just can't, you can't do it. You're not, you're not God. You know what I mean? You gotta have other fucking people. You gotta have other people. Uh, the final decision, yeah, you can make the final decision. If you're a wise man and it's good for everybody, we shouldn't even be in wars no more, people. But if World War Three happens, I'm fucking ready because I think that's what fucking America needs right now. Fucking no bullshit. I'll be the fucking first one to sign up. Give me my AR-15. Give me fucking, I got a 44 and a 45. Bring, give me a couple more, though. And give me some grenades and give me my fucking rations for a fucking three months or, or, or a year or whatever the fuck. Plenty of food and put me up there with some fucking special ops and I'll fucking sni I'll snipe, snipe, I'll be a sniper or something. Or put me on the front fucking lines. I don't give a fuck. I'll fight for my country. The United States. People, here's the problem with, with people uh, misread about the United States. It kind of looks weak because of all these different entities, you know what I mean? It's just people expressing themselves, and they, they we can say what we want to say here. So if people believe something, uh, you know, even if it's outrageous and shit, it's their right. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, what I'm saying is like the woke movement and uh, what is it, the cancer culture, all that shit, right? All that stuff, right? They have the right to fucking exercise their fucking whatever the fuck uh, you call it, all right? But I'm, I'm awake. For 52 fucking years. And I know what's fucking... Uh, I know people cannot judge you. The only person that can judge you is God. Or, or your peers. Or whatever the fuck, right? But you should definitely not give a fuck what anyone thinks about you anyways. Because they can't judge you. They got skeletons in their fucking closet. Believe that. Believe that. Alright? Believe that. No one's better than you. It might be tougher. They might be, you know, fucking smarter. If you're the smartest man in the room, you're in the wrong room. So you should be around those smart people. Be around those smart people. Build up a fucking empire, man, of good people. You know what I mean? And help people. Give back. Help people. That's the best fucking thing. Uh, Munoz, uh, Muniz. Muniz. Brendan Allen, what a job. I was going to take you all fucking week. I, I, went, I said I thought his fucking... Uh, I thought his fucking veteranship and uh, his his impressive fucking record and uh, I just thought he was going to beat you. I thought he was going to beat you. And he had the three-inch reach advantage, I think. That's that, that's what I leaned towards. Uh, and he was the favorite. I was like, fuck. But I, I know Brendan Allen can fight. I've watched plenty of tape on him. Um, and I've watched him fight live so many times. I haven't missed a live fight in three fucking years, plus years, three and a half years, four years maybe. I haven't lost the, missed the fight on the weekend. Uh, I watched Muay Thai on Friday mornings. Now, uh, uh, this past week, Friday, Friday night too, we had two Muay Thai events. Yes, I won champ, one FC championship in the morning and at night. I didn't get to check the morning one because I had some other shit to do, but that's neither here or there. But I haven't missed. Uh, that was the first one I missed. I, they have 52 weeks this year, and uh, I think we're on week 44 coming up. Uh, 
44 weeks left, I think. Somewhere around there. Yeah, a long time. There's still plenty. It's on Amazon Prime and YouTube for free, too. Uh, so, you know, check out Muay Thai. They got MMA matches, too, and on every card. A few, just a few. Mostly Muay Thai. Eight limbs. You know what I mean? You know, insane warriors. Insane. That's the elite mixed martial arts and um, Muay Thai, MMA, and um, kickboxing, and BJJ, grappling. That's the best. That's the most elite in Asia, and that side of the world. UFC is the most elite over here. And then we got Bellator's uh, probably the second. And then we got uh, PFL, which is, they don't even use elbows, so I don't even consider that mixed martial arts, but it kind of still is mixed martial arts. People get paid good money there. We got BKFC, which is fucking the shit. It's awesome. It's fucking, uh, it's pure violence. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, BKFC, Check it out, people. I'm telling you, you're missing out. If you like fights, go check out BKFC. Um, they kick, they take really good care of their fighters. You know what I mean? They know. People say, oh, oh, it, they should allow them to do that. It's brutality. No, it's a, it's like a street fight. But at least people are there to make sure no one dies. It's, you know what I mean? They sign the paperwork, the fighters, because they know they could die. Anyone can die in the ring. I had to sign paperwork. When I fought in prison, I had to sign paperwork. So I couldn't sue the fucking prison. Or my family couldn't sue the fucking prison or whatever the fucking case may be. Like when I when I uh I fought the biggest fucking well one of the top fucking three biggest guys out of three thousand plus fucking convicts in fucking Concord State Prison in nineteen ninety nineteen ninety nine ninety ninety one, right at the beginning of ninety one. 1991. So, uh, yeah, I fought this big white guy that wanted to fight me in the ring because he seen me hitting the bag after I lift weights. So he wanted to fight me. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking light this kid up. And I knew exactly what was going to happen. Second round, TKO. I thought I'd knock him out uh, in the second round, but I TKO'd him. I could have knocked him out easily because he was going down. I kept hitting him with uppercuts and the uh, ref, CO ref, tried to grab me and stop it. I just tossed him. Because I was enraged and I just kept hitting him. You want to fight me, motherfucker? Because all the convicts are watching it, you know. So you gotta make, you gotta set precedence. You know what I mean? And uh, and plus, I was already learning like boxing and shit. And I was already a tough kid. So I, I was 19 years old there or 20. I was probably I just turned 20, I think. And um, uh, yeah, TKO second round, and they shipped me out of there the next morning. Uh, yeah, they, so I tossed the fucking ref, he goes, Neil, and then the other fucking four Rex CEOs came in there, because it's like fucking 500 people down there, 500 convicts at a time, and, uh, they're like, Neil, go sit on the benches, where they play dominoes and cards and shit, I was sitting on the benches, I'm like, oh shit, I'm like, no problem, no problem, I'm like, I didn't mean that, I didn't mean that CEO, you know, I was just, uh, it was in the moment, I tossed him like ham and eggs with one, one arm. I'm just like this. Boom. He went flying. And uh, I'm glad I didn't get a fucking assault battery on, on a fucking cop or something. But there was there was guys in the hole that fucking uh, were in the hole for trying to stab cops and shit. And stabbing co- uh, COs in prison. So I'm like, why the fuck are you shipping me out of here? Uh, and you got guys in the hole that tried to kill you. I, go, I didn't try to kill anybody. And the... 
guys that were driving the two COs, they said someone was scared of you. Someone was worried about you. Someone thought someone was going to hurt you. Uh, someone thought you were going to hurt them, I mean. I wasn't going to hurt. No one was going to hurt me. I just beat up one of the biggest. All the, so when I go sit down on the bench, I got all the Latin kings, all the uh, the black American gang, you know, all the gangsters from fucking, you know, the gangs from Dorchester, Roxbury, and they're all coming up to me, you know, in lines and, and saying, hey, good job. You're a white Tyson. Man, you have heavy hands. You know, good fucking job. And the kid that I fought, he goes, can I sit down? I go, I don't know, can you? And he comes to sit down, and he goes, man, can you hit out? I go, yeah, I knew that. I told your friend who was my cellmate, told me, I told him what was going to happen. I said, he's going to get tired after the fucking first round. He's going to come out, his hands are going to be down. He ain't going to be able to keep his hands up no more. He, he hasn't experienced this pain, like being tired, you know what I mean, as a big guy. Because I never seen him training, you know what I mean? And uh, I told him exactly what was going to happen. I thought I'd knock him out in the second round, but uh, I should I should have just let him fall. But I, I wanted to just keep hurting him and te give him humble pie. And uh, in, in his defense, I guess, uh, he was very gracious in fucking defeat because I fucking, I definitely laid it into him. He's like, boy, you hit hard. Like, I'm like, I know I hit hard. You don't hear the bag rattling? That's what probably got your attention. You probably said, oh, I'm going to set precedence and build up my reputation in prison and beat this fucking so-called boxer here, whatever the fuck, right? So when I went into that fight, people talk about nervousness, about fighting and shit, about, like, you know, Cry Love, when Cry Love, when they announced it on ESPN and all of us were talking about, you know, you know the, uh, the canceled fight, the third canceled fight on this card, uh... You know, people were talking about uh, being nervous before fights, and they were even the commentary on ESPN was saying the same fucking shit. And I'm like, not really. You don't really get nervous. You get excited to fight. If you're a fighter, you get excited. Yeah, of course you get nerves, uh, butterflies, whatever the fuck. When you're younger, when you when you're fighting all your life as a kid, and uh, all the way in the teenage years, two fighting all the time, and then you're fighting grown men as a teenager. And you're whipping their ass and fucking beating the snot out of them. Um, you just get your confidence. And fighting is just an exhilarating thing. Uh, if you're an adrenaline junkie, it scares some people. But uh, that's like where a really good trainer will come in and say, listen, it's normal to have fear or whatever the case may be. Uh, insecurities. But if you train hard and you know what you're capable of doing, and if you're trained correctly... Uh, technique-wise and everything, and fundamentally sound, yeah, like, you're unstoppable. And I was a cowboy. Like, I just, I'd touch people, and they go to, their eyes would roll beyond their fucking head. Like, I like literally didn't know my own fucking strength. And uh, like I said, once I learned technique, I was already a tough kid, but once I learned technique, it was all over. Like, in street fights and bars, bar fights, out in the fucking pocket, in the in the bars, in the clubs, the private clubs, uh, all the places you go to drink late hours, uh, just so many fights. Like I, I could add all the up, all the years, and it's like hundreds, and uh, it's just the way it was in the '80s and '90s. You know what I mean? And these young kids that are fucking 30 and 40 years old and 20, they 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 can't foresee it. I'm like, that's because you're in front of your computer every day. You've never. Went outside every single fucking day of your life and hung out with 100, 200 of your friends every fucking day.
And even in the 90s when I was going to bars like every weekend and a couple times a week or whatever during the week too, um, you know, it was fucking a 50 or 100. You know what I mean? The people you fucking hung with your whole fucking life. And then the funny thing is, once I stopped fucking drinking and partying on the weekends, that's when I started losing a lot of my friends. 70, 80 plus right now since 99. So this fight, uh, Brendan Allen, great fucking job, kid. You're uh, 21 and 5 now. And uh, Muniz, Muniz, I thought you looked out like you were on the Mexican supplements, brother. I had to say it. I go, man, he needs his fucking, he needs some fucking cardio. Uh, I know Brendan Allen's a tough kid, but you seem like you had this fight under control in your fucking hands, but you let it slip away. You're 33. You still got two, you probably got four, four more years or, you know, I can't tell you what you got, right? I'm just making a, an assessment, I guess, right? A logist, logistically, and I'm trying to figure this out for you. I, I'd say, and you would probably say pretty close, right? 33, 37, 38 years old, but you're in your prime still. I don't know when your decline will be. Everyone's di is different, you know what I mean? But you're definitely a tough guy, and you're a big, strong guy. You got to wor stop worrying about that muscle. You, you, you look like a bodybuilder in there. You gotta shred and look like a fighter. And uh, your body needs to, it can't be full of huge muscles. You gotta get lean muscle. You're already a big guy. You're still gonna look a lot better. Not Bodybuilding doesn't look good unless you're getting paid to do it. And unless you are a skinny kid and want to become a big, strong guy, because that's everyone. That's every one of us. We've all wanted to, when you're growing up, you want to be big. That's why I used to always train when people didn't know I was training. When people don't know what you're doing is the best thing. You don't want anybody to know anything you're doing. And then when they find out, they're like, oh, he's a smart motherfucker. I should have known. You know what I mean? But then you'll get haters, too. You know, always try to be over average or excel at anything you do in life. This is a motivational channel to people. So I try to cover every sub subject, every freaking subject. So that fight uh, was good. So yeah, I hope Krylov gets better. And uh, I wish they start fucking putting uh, UFC fight cards in different states, different cities. Uh, use the Apex once a month, I guess. And all the rest have, and stop being lazy. Like, put some people to fucking work, Dana White. I got my friend Jay over there, accommodates all the time. You need accommodates, you need media, you need any of that shit. Uh, give some real motherfuckers media jobs. Ones that ain't scared of the fucking fighters. You know what I mean? Like me. I'm not scared of the fighters. I give them the ultimate respect, but if they said something disrespectful to me, I say, I don't give a fuck who the fuck you are. I, don't think, I think you have to make that uh, pledge as a media person if you're known as a media person, right? If you have that tag or whatever, uh, you would kind of have to say, listen, uh, you know. But you can see him outside and just say, hey, listen, don't talk to me like that in front of public ever again. And even if you have to fight, you know what I mean? Whatever the fuck case may be, so what? You fight. You know, because I ain't let no grown man talk shit to me. Never. Never in my fucking life will I ever let that happen. And never have I ever ha let that fucking happen. I don't give a fuck. I think as a kid, 
He's a really young, young, young kid. I'd never take uh, I'd never even listen to my mother, never mind fucking men. But, uh, yeah, I'm pissed off about the fucking last couple weeks and fucking. Thank God, 285 people. We got to come in right here. We got to come in right here. Let's see. I need a fucking, uh, I need a producer that's fucking, that, that wants to make a lot of money someday, soon. We got this. Oh, shit. I'm, I gotta take your comment down for one sec. Uh, Gary. Gary's a good man. From England, the UK, good man. I love my UK fucking knowledgeable fight fans. They're so passionate like I am. But this fucking card, that's the main card right there, people. Cody Garbrandt. Trevin, Trevin Jones, I think. Yeah, Bo Nickel. Here's America's Hope right here. This guy, show show these young kids what they got to do, Bo Nickel. You got that fucking discipline. You know what it takes, Bo Nickel. We need a fucking savage like John Jones in America. We can't just depend on John Jones. We need another savage. We got Gaethje. We, got, we had Ferguson. Uh, people cannot sleep on Ferguson. That guy went on the one of the biggest runs in in the UFC. If you don't like Tony Ferguson and you don't give him his respect, and when he had that intern title, he's supposed to. What was the? I think he's he's one of the guys that could have beat Khabib. I really do. I think Khabib would admit it. I, I think Khabib's father was telling Khabib, "Listen, even Khabib said no one can ever beat John Jones. Even if he goes up the heavyweight, he beat them all. He smashed them all. It's IQ. It, it, it's work. He works hard." He will not, he work harder than the, his opponent. And he, he's, he's smart. And uh, John Jones is going to make it look easy. I'm telling you people. It might be a boring first round because John, Lones, John Jones downs, downloads data. He's trying to figure out every faint, everything. And you cannot download John Jones' data. There's no one to replicate him. Gon has never fought a guy like John Jones ever in his friggin' whole career. And this ain't a knock on Ghana. I love Ghana a lot. When I, when I see what he did to Tai Tuivasa, that fight, them body kicks, and Tai Tuivasa, a warrior he is. He dropped fucking Gan. Uh, almost had him. Gan fucking snapped right the fuck out of it and showed what he was fucking made of. He's a fucking, a dangerous fucking man. I'm just saying, there's always someone tougher, right? That's the old saying, the old quote, right? Usually those quotes are correct. All right? Usually. 99, 98% of the time. Real quotes uh, that stand the test of time that we all remember and learn new new quotes sometimes too. Uh, there's always someone tougher. That is a true statement, okay? Uh, I've yet to meet him, me myself, and I probably will someday. You know what I mean? Who knows? I hope not. hope I'm undefeated my my whole life. My whole adult life. Like from fucking 15, 16, 17 on. Like those years. Sometime in the, one time in those years. 14, 15, 16, 17. In those years. No later than 17 or 16. But it might have been 15 or 14. Because the early years was a blur. Because I was selling joints and shit at fucking uh, at 13. So I was constantly on the go. You know what I mean? But 
Yeah, I was always training back then, man. E even though I was fucking, uh, you know, running around like a madman, I would always work out and play sports, you know what I mean? All the time. That's, uh, that's what made me a good fighter, I think. But, uh, yeah, it's sad, these fucking, these fight cards, man. Thank God we got 285. This fucking card, man, the more and more I look at it, like, I'm, I'm like, this is the most stacked card of the year. This is the most stacked card in a long time. So we got, uh, we already went with the first uh, fight. We got Bo Nick over us. Uh, how come I can't not fucking see? Oh, Jamie Pickett. I can see. Uh, Gamrot. Is that Gamrot versus uh, Jalen Turner? That's right. Gamrot versus... Look at those those three fights alone right there. Just those first three fights on the fucking main card, right? Man. Those can be fucking main events themselves. And then we got Shavkat Romanov, right? The Mongolian Nightmare. Whatever is fucking... I love this guy. Yeah, I love this guy. I do. I, I, I like them since the beginning. I tell everyone... The, the Mongolians from China, they're, they're, they're separate. They, they don't want to be known as Chinese. They want to be no, known as Mongolian. So that's how fucking, that's how they're, they're strong, their beliefs, and they're fucking mentalists. First, Jeff Neal got the same last name as me. Jeff Neal could drop this guy and end that fucking, uh, that train. You know what I mean? But this guy will always be a savage right there. But Jeff Neal, we know he's proven. I might even take Jeff Neal in this fight. I'm going to be going over this card a lot this week. Because, you know, I got to do Tuesday through Saturdays, right? And I'm trying to do Monday through Saturdays right now. And I I, I do that. Because you guys got to go check out my uh, channel. Subscribe on subscribe on YouTube, people. I never people. I never ask people to do anything. I never people ask, ask people to subscribe. I got 218 fucking subscribers. I put in work. I got like over 600 plus fucking videos of content. A lot of it long, long form. An hour, two hours, three hours, four hours sometimes. I've done fucking training videos for people. Doing a 10, 20 quadruple sets. Doing a, you know, a thousand punches with heavy hands. Perfect form. All that stuff. Teaching people technique. Uh, a bunch of push-ups. I do a set of push-ups, set of squats, set of fucking uh, abs, and a set of fucking 100 punches. You know, fucking... Um, so I got all kinds of uh, training shit in there and all kinds of uh, uh, little clips, uh, motivational clips when the beginning of the shutdown. You know, I was doing like five, ten-minute fucking little clips at the end of my workouts to show people, look, I'm out here running every morning, you know, without a mask, none of that bullshit. I'm out here running. I'm looking. You know, I was hoping no one would say something to me, you know, about the no mask. But, you know, I get on the park. I'd work out early in the mornings and... uh There'd be other. There'd be a guy down there running fucking eight miles, ten miles every morning at fucking four or five in the morning. Guy's a savage. He's still still down there to this day. He's a savage. Asian guy. We we have, we have mutual respect for each other. You know what I mean? Because he always he always go like this. I'd always go like this. And I got to talk to him a few times. Really good guy. But he goes, you can fight good, huh? You you very fast for a for a big 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 guy. I go, no, I appreciate that. I go, he's this guy's like. Uh, how old did he say he was? Like 72 or 78. He looks like he's 58 or fucking 60. He just uh, looks shredded. 
just pouring sweat. I'm like, it's the best thing for you in the world to do is pour sweat. And this is every morning at 4 or 5 in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, I start my training outside uh, again like all the time uh, for the next two months. And then I'll go uh, back to the gym three days a week or two days a week during the summer and uh, four days a week outside. So one day at the gym, two, two days outside. One day at the gym, two days outside. And then one day off, Sundays. But uh, during the uh, winter, I like to spend a lot of time in the gym and make, throw some day, days in there. But come uh, February and March, or March, March and April, around here in Boston area, Quincy area, um, it's cold all the way through uh, April. We have, we have blizzards in April, the first week in April. April 1st, sometimes we have blizzards. Sometimes in the middle of April we have blizzards, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we get, we get blizzards all all different types of... Uh, you would think in April it would be spring, and that's what it usually used to be. But it changes. It changes over every 10 years. Like, it goes up and down, up in different directions of the weather. Everyone knows that. And you can look farther, as far as back as they track weather... Everyone thinks it's climate change and all this stuff. Yeah, the climate changes all the time. And it's always done this way before we had cars and everything else, people. So don't worry about the fucking Earth fucking... We got to worry about asteroids hitting us and shit or fucking volcanoes. Super volcanoes. That's what... Or, or some fucking moron that fucking hits one nuclear fucking bomb because they ain't going to work out too good for that them people. You know what I mean? It, some people are going to survive. Who wants to go through that shit, right? And rebuilding society. But I'll tell you one thing. The Americans will be on top. I, I can promise you that. I'll be one of them. Because I'm a fucking savage. Like these motherfuckers. I'm just like these motherfuckers. Valentina Shevchenko. The elite of the elite. She didn't look that great. In her last fight, we all know, right? But how time? How many times has she looked great? Let's give her last opponent some fucking credit because she was the tough lady, right? She fucking kicked. She fucking almost kicked her fucking ass, actually. But Shevchenko was cool, calm, collective when she was out of her element, not used to fucking being fucking grappled and fucking taken down and whatever. And uh, it just wasn't a perfect fight for her, but I'm sure she's been training hard and saying, I'm going to show people why I'm the champ. And I, and I, I believe she will. But Grasso can definitely beat her. she got heavy hands. She's a tough girl. She's Italian. or uh, No, uh, Mexican. I'm sorry. I thought she had Italian in her, too. I thought she said she, she, she's Italian and uh, Mexican. But she's a tough woman. And uh, we all know Blanchfield should get the next shot. Uh, whoever wins this fight. And I, I'm leaning uh, Valentina. I know I don't gamble, but I'm taking action on John Jones. I, I got I got someone that's going to back all my action. My me, my me, mentor's uh, young, younger brother, who's kind of like a mentor to me too. Business associate and a, and a dear friend. A guy I look up to. Not look up to. I used to look up to. But now, you know, equal. You know what I mean? Um New England champ too, wrestling champ. Uh, tough, tough guy, good guy. Uh, John Jones, his brother's even tougher. John Jones. Uh, I, I might put up, I might uh, put up some money on him. Actually, I'll definitely put money up on him. 
definitely put money up on him. I cannot believe he's a fucking... Is he a fucking underdog still? Oh, doesn't say. Yeah, I'm going to have to check the odds. But I don't, I don't even care about the odds. I know he's going to win within three rounds or four tops. Within th third, you know, within one, two, three, or fourth round. I don't think this is going the distance. If it does, it's going to be an epic fight. And John Jones is going to be winning each round. And Don's going to hang in there. If that's the type of fight it's going to be, hey, great. I just know 99% sure, 90% sure, at least 90% sure. John Jones beats him in a TKO, gets him on the ground upon, because he doesn't get you on the ground laying prey. He just beats the shit out of you. These heavyweights ain't going to be like the heavyweights tonight. That just fucking, fucking were tired. You know what I mean? They ain't going to be tired. John Jones ain't going to be fucking tired. I can guarantee that. I don't know about Cyril Gunn. He's definitely going to be tired dealing with John Jones. Because every time he goes to do something, John Jones is going to fucking throw a kick or a fucking stepping elbow. He's going to grab his hand. He's going to fucking, he's going to eat him like a piece of fucking steak with fucking A1 sauce. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, John Jones is a better fucking striker because he strikes from every fucking angle there is. Honestly. Axe kicks. Fucking axe kicks. How about the kicks right up the middle like fucking Anderson Silva? Like, come on. And then spinning elbows. Gone has never faced a guy like this that's this ferocious and smart. Not just ferocious and crazy. He knows exactly what the fuck he's doing, John Jones. But look at that card, people. I went through the fucking all of them, right? That that main card. It's off the fucking charts, man. And uh, uh, you people out there that I got a bet against John Jones, I feel bad for your pocketbooks or whatever the fuck, your wallets or whatever the fuck, your digital account, whatever the fuck you have, right? Go buy gold. Tax season, right? Go buy bars of gold, bars of gold and silver, or silver, buy silver, bars of gold or silver, 28 uh, ounces, or you get a uh, two, you get a kilo, you get a kilo of uh, a bar, a kilo, uh, 2.2 pounds, and uh, you could buy like, I think they're, um, are they an ounce or a pound? I don't know if they're an ounce or a pound. They have fucking like this stick, right? They're like this stick, and they're like this long, okay? All pure silver, right? 280 bucks, 300 bucks, or 220 bucks, or something like that. And they'll always buy it back from you for the price that you paid for it. Uh, but it's always going to be worth more than what you paid for it. Because all you have to do is go in your newspaper. This is what I used to do when I used to get rid of copper and stuff like that on jobs, on, on the tunnel jobs back in the days. Uh, weights and measures. You look. I used to look in the box and go, weights and measures. What what copper is going for? How much a pound? So I bring a lot of fucking copper there every week, you know, on certain jobs. And um, with the company guys, they would, you know, they'd be in on it too. We'd all make money together, you know what I mean? Because it was shit that they weren't going to use again. You know, they took out of the tunnels and they weren't going to use it no more. So we said, we'll, we'll fucking use it. My friend bought a house just... Uh, Trading in copper every fucking week after work. Well, we made plenty of money, you know what I mean, legally, um, just with our checks alone. You know what I mean? Never mind. On a 47 and a half hour week. I work 40 hours a week and I, I get paid seven and a half hours. 
it was a certain job where I was getting copper every week. No, it wasn't every job. It was just like a, a few, like about two or three of them, um, just the way it was. Certain companies didn't care about the copper, and they don't realize how expensive it is. But they're making millions and millions and millions of dollars on these fucking mining, fucking uh, underground construction. They're not worried about fucking, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of fucking copper over a fucking five, ten-year span. They're not worried about that. That's nothing to them. You know what I mean? But ten thousand or five thousand or three thousand a week extra is a lot for people like us, right? So, yeah, I, I'd have people stay over after work and uh, pay them like fucking an extra three hundred dollars, uh, what they made. Uh, you know, they already made fucking three hundred. They already made like three hundred fucking dollars. Uh, this is a, a tunnel workers hat right there. See the miner. That's the miner guy with a jack leg. A jack leg's a, a drill that goes any direction when you're in the tunnel, when you're drilling through granite. Solid granite. That's uh, that's that's a miner right there with the fucking jack leg. That's the tool of the trade, the jack leg. It's a hydraulic, got a hydraulic leg on it. It's a drill at the other end. And you have someone spraying water in the, in the hole that you're drilling at all times. And if you get one of those fucking rods, one of the fucking... Uh, Drill rods uh, stuck in the hole. You gotta buy everyone a case of beer. Like it's it's a pain in the fucking ass. Uh, it's hard work, man. I'm telling you, people. Mining, uh, building water tunnels and shit. Shit I've done. Uh, that sandhogs. I gotta. Um, I'm doing many documentaries right now, and I'm gonna work up to the biggest ones, right? Like doing huge documentaries. That'll take me like a year to do each one, but every time I put one out. It'll be, like, fucking epic. Everyone will be want to watch it. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to put, like, A+, plus, put a lot of research and all that shit. But I'm going to do one on the Sandhogs here because where I come from, Southwest Quincy, it's where, like, five, six, seven generations of Sandhogs come from since 1903, since the Sandhogs were established as a, as a union. So uh, who knows the Sandhogs better than me, right? So... I was a problem solver for the Sandhogs. I, I was a very high-ranking member. I was number two, three guy. You know what I mean? With uh, with my ex-boss. You know what I mean? The union's boss. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I could do it. Because I had the uh, respect of the men. And I'm going to go to New York. The other Sandhogs union, the only two Sandhogs union in America is, is here. Quincy and Boston. But it's in Quincy, the union hall. And in uh, the Bronx. And... Uh, in New York City. There's only two Sandhog unions, and no one has the idea of the underground construction that we've done. You know what I mean? So I want people to see it. And I want people to appreciate all the Americans that do this type of work. And uh, we're not coal miners. Those guys are fucking savages. But we actually do construction. You know what I mean? So we're doing fucking, we're doing a service for the people. We got, we, I built flood tunnels, for city for the city of Quincy, I built two flood tunnels here, flood tunnel in fucking uh, in Salty, right right fucking right here, fucking three miles away, four miles away, Salty, not even away from here, uh, no about seven miles away. I'm sorry, about seven miles away. Yeah, about six six seven miles away. Yeah, we built a, a water storage tunnel there, like so many water tunnels, people. That's 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 the work I did. So imagine underground fucking mini like cities, underground cities. 
but made for sewage and drinking water and uh, uh, cleaning Boston Harbor and Quincy uh, Bay, you know. So, yeah, it all worked. Uh, it's all working. All right, people, uh, yeah, I was just pissed off about the fuck. I do the post fights anyways. Most times I'm definitely going to do a post fight after 285 because it's John Jones, my favorite. I knew he'd come back. He shut up all the haters. He shut all the haters up. And uh, it's funny. I see all these people that used to be haters. And I'm not talking about people that I watch fights with, with, with every week. I'm talking about online. Like, you know, podcasts I watch, other MMA podcasts and shit like that, and boxing podcasts that talk about uh, MMA too. Um, there's always people fucking hating and questioning them and shit, which they'd never do to his fucking face in a million fucking years. So it's good to see all the people... You know, it's good to see John Jones happy. It's good to see him having fun with it. He said he's going to enjoy this week. So seven days in a wake-up, people. Seven days in a wake-up, and we're good. We get John Jones. John Bones Jones with his return after three-plus years. And you think Suarez was good tonight? Well, she was very good. Wait till you see John Bones Jones. He's going to kick some fucking ass. He's going to intercept everything God does. God is going to say, what the fuck after this fight? But he's going to be a lot richer. He's going to have a lot more money. He's making a couple million dollars for this fight easy. He's making a multi-million dollar fight. There's a multi-million dollar fight for him. But John Jones makes like $25 million and fucking pay-per-view money. Every fight he's making $20, $25 million just, just to show in the fight. And then he's getting fucking pay-per-view fucking points every the third uh, 90 days later. And people say John Jones ain't that uh, ain't that fucking popular. Well, with hardcore real fighters and fight fans, real, all, all, all of us fighters, right? We're all fight fans, right? All right. I know that too, all right? We're all fight fans. That's one guy I wouldn't want to fight. I would fight him, obviously, uh, I'm never letting no grown men, but you know what I mean? But I would love, like, to try to fight him, like, you know, spy with him and shit, so he don't fucking, like, you know, fucking try to kill me or something. But uh, I just have to go click clack. Can't beat this motherfucker. But uh, no, I wouldn't do that to John Jones. But serious, like, you'd have to fucking shoot him. He's, he's got the reach, man. And he, he can't teach me. He can't. Like, uh, you got to take fucking 10 head kicks to fucking get in there and win fucking, you know what I mean? I mean, you can. There's nothing, you, there is no can't. There's only can't. Now, listen, if I was getting paid a lot of money to fight him, I would definitely fucking get some fucking, I'd definitely get, he'd definitely feel my punches and, and my kicks. And he, he'd definitely feel my strength. And I would definitely do pretty good. Eventually, I think he would beat me, obviously. I'm 52 years old now. I think he'd fucking kill me, you know what I mean? Eventually. You know what I mean? But I definitely want to go in there to get knocked out. I'd go in there to fucking try to win. But guys from my area, even pro fighters, because boxing and street fighting, uh, I don't think anyone can beat me around there. No fucking way. And I, I, don't, I don't even think anyone can beat me anywhere on this planet. I think John Jones... It might be the only one. 
I don't see anyone else other than John Jones. I respect him so much. I won't want to fight him. Uh, there's people uh, that I look up to, three guys, four guys, maybe, that I wouldn't want to fight from this area, but I would fight them. But they're all older than me, so I respect them that much. You know what I mean? I respect them. I've always respected them. But uh, there's four guys, you know, that I probably wouldn't fight. want to fight. Eddie Silva, uh, I'll mention his name. Uh, he's the toughest guy out of all of them. His brother, John. Uh, Bob, my mentor, Wojo. Uh, and Jimmy Wojo. But Jimmy Wojo uh, would eliminate a lot of people. Uh, I think he'd have a problem with me, though. I really do. But these are guys I would never want to fight. I would want to fight for them, not against them. You know what I mean? So it's just you always got to think in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, you got to remember, guys, uh, people out there, right? These people are 60s, in sixty, early 60s, and some 70, 68, 65, you know, I'm 52 and I train every fucking day. I know they don't train every fucking day to fight. I train every day to fight. So, you know, full body workouts, core training, fucking cardio training, fucking power, strength training. I put it all together, all in the same training. One and a half, two, three hour training a day, you know, six days a week. And uh, that's guaranteed. So I'm going to start giving you guys more clips uh, on training, you know what I mean? But, uh, I wanted to start doing those outside. In the gym, I feel weird. You know what I mean? I feel weird filming myself because I don't like to come off as a fucking, you know, too, uh, I guess, cringy or whatever the word is, like ignorant or whatever. Like, I don't want to be like an asshole. You know what I mean? Thinking my shit don't stink like a Hollywood fucking, you know, one of those Hollywood people that think their shit don't stink. And... I'm better than everyone else, and this and that. No, you ain't. Slap. Wake the fuck up, asshole. You know what I mean? You're a fucking nitwit. You couldn't even protect yourself if you wanted to. So, yeah. Back to, back to life. Back to reality. However do you want it. However you need me. Soul to Soul. That's a great track, people. Go out there, check that track out. Uh, shout out to... Uh, Shout out to um, Tapology. I got some new sponsors. Uh, next week, you'll see. I got to start doing that, uh, obviously. It's all about making money, too. Uh, shout out to uh, StreamYard. I highly recommend StreamYard if you're a knucklehead like me and just learned tech a couple years ago. I highly recommend StreamYard. I highly recommend YouTube for any of your fucking needs. You go into rabbit holes or you can learn how to do things with tech if you're not good with tech. There's a million different ways. Rush out MMA. Go over there. Go check them out. You know, be part of the army with us. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of us over there. Uh, good community. Um, subscribe and like to my fucking channel, people. All right? If I kick your fucking asses when I see us. Um, like Masvidal says, huh? He said, I'm going to kick your ass. Boom, 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 boom. I'm only kidding, people. Um, I've been getting a lot of subscribers. Uh, the, the shorts really help. Thank you, YouTube. Um, YouTube, shout out to YouTube for dealing with my fucking crazy ass. Um, shout out to uh, Twitter. 
uh, Facebook for let me stream there too uh, while I'm streaming to uh, uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, getting a lot of uh, traction there. I iTunes, um, Spotify, Anchor for pushing my podcast. I appreciate it, and uh, all the people that subscribed since day one, all the supporters, Gary. You in England, brother. Everybody in and out, in and out, and I see people in and out all the time. I don't keep track of that. I will answer questions. I will. You could always fucking ask me anything. I'll always see it eventually. You know what I mean? But uh, have a blessed night. Here's an outro for you with my music, my own music. This is my second album right now. My second album. I only do thirty second little thing, little clips. Just an outro because I'm building an outro. But outro. I'm a I'm in, uh, I'm in, I'm building one a, a intro to this, uh, this whole, you know, podcast, uh, Tuesday through Thursday talks about fights and, uh, marijuana strains, cannabis strains and, um, and epic music and epic fights and epic, um, the golden era, they, the seventies, eighties, nineties. And uh, the 2000s now, and now it's up to you people, uh, the younger generation, to fucking make us shine. And we're going to be right here to help you. We're going to be the backbone for you, all right? We got your backs. Uh, shout out to everyone out there in the world, man. You know, listen, tough times don't last forever. God never gives us more than we can handle. All right, people? Be strong. Be fucking, uh, be strong. All right, be strong. And have a great friggin' Sunday, spiritual Sunday today. As a bomb atomically. I'm pumped. It's a big rigorous training methods of the abbot. Whip it up, get up, blood begins to flow. Taking chances, the only way I know. Sacrifice every day. On the grinding stone, ripping, flashing, drawing, but I got to get your bones. My world will not cave in. I will dare, so I will win. Hear the time bomb begin to tick. I'll hit you like a ton of bricks. Have a great night, people. Ty, what are you doing? Huh? Oh, okay. How you doing, bud? All right, good.